human design is based um, primarily on astrology and the chakra system, but it's really meant to be a tool to give you permission to embrace all of you and give you permission to fully understand yourself. Hello, Seeker. Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. Today, I am talking to Hannah Noel, and I am so excited for you to dive into this episode. So Hannah is a business alignment leader, and today we're talking all about human design. So there's a lot about human design and your type as an entrepreneur, but also if you're not an entrepreneur, this episode is still going to give you so much. So my disclaimer for this is you're going to get so much more out of it if you know your human design type. So if you don't know the type and you're wanting to dive in deeper, you can check the link in the show notes. There's a free quiz there. It's the one that most people take. It's the one I took to discover my type. You'll need to know your birthday, your birth time, and the place that you were born. So if you know that, head down to the show notes below if you have not yet discovered your human design type. And this will really help you as you're going through because in this episode, Hannah is breaking it all down. We go through all the types. She goes in depth to each type. And I know this is going to deeply resonate, especially for those entrepreneurs. Human design has really helped me. It has been such a magical piece in the puzzle of discovering my human design type and what that actually means about me. And I just know you're going to love everything Hannah has to share about human design, how it impacts you and how you can learn more about truly owning who you are, giving yourself permission to be who you are. So I really hope that this resonates. I cannot wait for you to dive in. So without further ado, let's welcome Hannah Noel onto the podcast. Hey, Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here, and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia, and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, Hannah. Welcome to the show. Oh my goodness. So excited for this conversation. How are you doing this morning? I am doing amazing. Thank you, Talia, for having me on. I'm just super honored and excited to be here. Yeah, this is going to be so good. I have never had anyone come on about human design. And I'm excited about that because it's something that I live by. I've only discovered in the last few years really changed my life. I work with clients very surface level with it, but it's such a powerful modality and tool and I can't wait to dive in. Um, But first, can you just let us know and tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are, your business, all those fun things? Yes, yes. So I um, I always joke that my business found me. It wasn't even an intentional thing. Um, That's I, what purpose does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, I randomly I hired a coach one one time one day uh, to help me with some of my worthiness feelings. And in our coaching, we had eight weeks of coaching. She said something to me about how I didn't have to be qualified or be certified to help someone with something. And I was like huh, that's a very interesting idea. 
And I had had eight and a half years of single motherhood under my belt. And so I started with helping single moms just kind of like lift some of the stress and struggle and everything that single moms deal with. Um, And then I realized ultimately I was helping them with their mindset. So then I started just kind of doing mindset coaching in general. Then I realized I'm really a little more passionate about body and energy sort of work, not just working with the mind. Um, And so then I, all my clients, I was helping them with business related things. So, you know, just overcoming limiting beliefs uh, to have stronger businesses. And so I was like, wait, I'm really a mind, uh, I'm really a business coach <laughs> because then we'd get into marketing and strategies and all, all of this. Um, and the whole time, as all of this was happening, I was playing with my personal human design experiment, learning what it meant to be a 6'2 splenic projector with um, the two channels that I have, the struggle channel and the marketing channel, um, understanding what all of my undefined centers meant. I have, I have uh, six of the nine cent- centers undefined. So I have a ton of energy that I'm taking on regularly. Um, and so I just was playing with, with my personal human design experiment for a couple years, I would say, I don't even remember how I first found human design, but, um, there came a point when I realized, wait, I can implement this stuff into my coaching with my clients. Like everyone is so unique and different, obviously, like we've heard that from forever. And I realized one of the common themes in my clients was that they were following Instagram gurus with, you know, however many people they have following them and trying to replicate the strategies that those people used. And it wasn't working. And one of the things that people said to me over and over and over again, were were like, what more do I have to do? What's wrong with me? Like, why is this not working for me? And they were putting it on themselves. And this was women. Um, I really primarily worked with women. And at the time it was only women. Um, and I was like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like (laughs) you're perfect and beautiful and amazing the way you are. So let's figure out what's right for you. So ended up using human design in that, um, and I've just seen my clients have such amazing results with like freedom and peace and like real, you know, just pure alignment and joy in their work. And it's like, they're not stressing 24 seven over their work and content comes easily and attracting clients comes easily and, and everything that someone hopes for their business, right? Like they're seeing these results. Um, so that's ultimately how I got to where I am now, but you know, I live in Southern California, my dream little beachy town and um, single mom still to my daughter who's 11, um, which I don't, you know, for the preteen parents out there, like that's. <laughs> I have one who's 12. I hear you. Oh, yeah. So Cue the eye rolls. <laughs> oh my gosh. The eye rolls, the yes, mom. Like, I don't know also- if yours. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, how sad is it that they call us mom now and not mommy or mom? (laughs) I don't know if yours does this, but mine's in the stage where like behind the scenes, she just loves me so much. She's so cuddly still, but like outside of the bedroom saying goodnight or when I'm dropping her off at school, it is like, she turns on that cool, cool as a cucumber thing. I'm like, good day, young daughter. I will see you after (laughs) school. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Or sometimes I throw, I love you, Schmoopy, mom, as she gets out of the car. I'm like, whatever. When we were saying goodnight last night, you were all up in there. So, right. Oh my gosh. I know every night, Amberly, that's my daughter's name, Amberly. She wants to cuddle and snuggle, but 
yeah, at school, if I try to give her a hug when I pick her up or drop her off, she's like, uh uh-uh. Or like (laughs) when she's closing the door, if the window's open, I'll be yelling, I love you. And she's like, oh, yeah, (laughs) mumbling it. So yeah, yeah, totally understand that. And I will say too, we're we're not going to go into this today, probably, but parenting your kids based on their human design that's a game changer. And eventually Mm -hmm. I'm going to do something with that. I don't know if it's going to be a class or a program or what, but that is like, that's been monumental in my parenting. So that would be (laughs) massive. I actually don't know what my kids human designs are. I know they're astrology. Um, and I've kind of worked with that, which I know also folds into human design. I'd like to ask about that in a second. Um, but understanding them because human design, you're saying with, you know, clients having difference in business and with their children, it's like human design gives you permission to be who you are. That's what I found. I'm like, Oh, I'm not a super weirdo. We actually haven't gone through this. I'm a reflector, which is, super rare. I'm always the weirdo. I'm always the different one. And I recognize that with clients, I always reflect, they'll be saying something. And I'm like, I just want to show you how, when you're saying this, it's, you know, and this is, I'm also reflecting back the universe because I'm an intuitive and a channel. So I look at it like I'm reflecting back what the universe is sharing with me, but then I'm also reflecting back to people, their own light, or if there's something that they need to see it's through reflection. And I just, I'd never known that. I never thought about it like that. I just thought I was, you know, I would see the bigger picture in something and it was part of the channel, right? Which it is, but the, the, um, all the open centers and the moon, I've always like, just so been tied to the moon taught manifesting with the moon. I just really, so there's all these different things where I'm like, Oh, permission to be me. And I want to dive so much deeper into that because I, I also, I've had many clients that are generators and I had this one that she's just always got ideas. So many ideas to the fact where it overwhelms her, but she's like a go-getter really. She's going to, you know, she is, and is going to just do massive things. She's like, but I have all these ideas. And is there something wrong with me. She took it like she wasn't focused too many ideas, too much overwhelm. And then as we started looking in, I'm like, Oh, you're a generator. And then together with her other, you know, aspects of the chart, I'm like, Oh, that's why. And, you know, um, talking about how to manage that and how to know which ideas to go with and all of that kind of, it was just so fascinating. So it's like, it gives you permission to be you. You don't have to be like, you're saying the Instagram feeds, the business strategy, the other people be you and lock into that and sort of tap into that flow. Totally. I, I could not agree more. And generators are definitely, they're the most common type. And they're also, I feel like in some ways the most misunderstood because people Mm -hmm. assume that they're just always supposed to have all the energy to do all the things. And it's like, no, we, we all still need rest, right? Like mm-hmm. just because you can go all day, doesn't necessarily mean you should. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And generators it's when, when people have all those ideas, there are a lot of people, especially if you have a defined um, Ajna center, you can have a ton of ideas and any type except for reflectors, of course, can have a, a defined Ajna center And so then you tap into, well, what is my energy as my energy type telling me to do? And what is my authority making, Mm -hmm. you know, my decision-making type telling me what to do? That's a huge thing that I always start with my clients too. How, how are you designed to make decisions? Because, you know, if, if you're, if you're an emotional authority and someone's putting you on the the spot to make a decision right now, like that's not going to be helpful or vice versa. If you're a splenic authority and somebody's like, sleep on it, get back to me in a week. Like 
you're going to overthink it and be in your head and it's going to be a misaligned decision. Mm. <laughs> so it, it's definitely all tied together very much so. And just learning what works for you and understanding like what your body is telling you, what your soul is telling you. Um, yeah. That's, you know, ultimately how you connect and, and make all the moves in your business or life, right? Like I'm yeah. used to talking about business because I'm a business coach, but it, it applies to your life, making all the right decisions and um, taking the right action in your life. Yeah. It's like aligned. Everyone talks about aligned, aligned, aligned. And this is such a beautiful way to be in that alignment with who you truly are. So, okay. So before we go forward, I just want to say to anyone listening, if you do not know your human design type, you've never started, um, you've never done that. Or if you want to, cause we're going to go a little bit more in depth with some of the charts and some of the arrows and all this. So Right now, check the show notes. If you haven't already gone um, through it, I'll put the link. It's free. You can just put in what you need to do is you need to have your birthday, the place you were born and the time you were born. If you know that information, go to the link below, pop it in, and then you can actually have your chart in front of you for some of the things we're going to talk about that are a little bit more in depth. So you can head over there now. And in the meantime, you can either pause it or you can listen while you go do that. But I would like to just start with what is human design and sort of the history. And I know it, it encompasses a lot of different things like astrology and the chakra centers and all these different things. So while people are going to discover their chart or pulling it up on their phone, can we just start with a little bit of like, what is human design for the person that hasn't, or maybe just heard about it, but didn't really know what it was? Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, human design is based um, primarily on astrology and the chakra system. Um, human design has nine centers and all the centers connect with different centers in one way or another. Um, it was developed by uh, a, a guy named Ra in the 80s. I never remember what year it was. It was the 70s or 80s. It's irrelevant to me, <laughs> which is why I don't remember what year. But it was, um, you know, it was just a channel that he received of how all of this pieces together. And he even said that it is an experiment. Like you're constantly experimenting with what things mean for you. And there are definitely some stereotypes that have been placed on um, the different, all the different pieces of it, but it's really meant to be a tool to, like you said, give, give you permission to embrace all of you and give you permission to fully understand yourself. And um, it is an experiment though, learning pieces of it. I always recommend taking it slow because if you try to Similar to astrology, if you try to understand everything right away, you're not going to remember anything. Mm -hmm. um, and it's overwhelming to look at the chart. People do that. They show me, they're like, is this what you wanted? This makes no sense. There's triangles and arrows and it's yes. like, what the heck? So yes, I agree. Start yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And there's all the numbers and all the centers and what do they all mean? And they all have meaning and they all have purpose, but I always recommend starting with your energy type. There's only five types and there's a ton of information um, about each of the types. So that's really easy to research and explore. Um, and then your authority, which is how you make decisions. This is the order that I did it. This is how I recommend people that I work with do it. Start with your type, then your authority, and then your profile. Um, so your profile is two numbers. And basically what the profile is, is like, your archetype, your personality, um, and the way that you kind of show up in the world and how you interact with the collective. Um, but it's, it's a, it, it really is a fairly 
as complex as it is, it, it kind of is simple too. If that's, mm -hmm. if those three things are the only part of your human design that you understand, oh my gosh, you will feel liberated. Like you mm -hmm. will feel so free and so, um, so open and, and so empowered. That's something I hear all the time is how empowering understanding these things are to people. So, um, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. <laughs> it can be complex if you, if you, you know, really find interest in it and you want to dive in, obviously there's that option. And I offer readings too. So I go through just about every single part of the chart. Um, and in my coaching, <clears throat> excuse me, in my, um, in my coaching, I use it extensively. So <clears throat> there we go. Um, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful system and, but it is ultimately an experiment and you get to decide as you look at the pieces of it is, but you know, as we're talking today, if there's anything I say, or even you say Talia, since you do know, um, you know, some human design, if there's anything that we say and it doesn't resonate with you and you know, for sure the time, date and place that you were born, um, if it doesn't resonate, don't pick it up. Don't try mm -hmm. to make it fit in the box. You know, those children's toys where you put the square peg in the round. Mm -hmm. Don't try to force something if it doesn't feel right. So mm -hmm. that's always a disclaimer I, I put that it's supposed to empower you. Um, mm -hmm. It's not supposed to shame you. If you feel differently than what human design tells you, just don't use that piece of it and mm -hmm. you can focus on something else. Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that because I've actually never seen someone that it didn't resonate with. <laughs> I find that everybody's like, holy crap, this is so insightful. Even like you yeah. say, if they just know their main type, their authority, their profile, um, that in itself gives us so much. So do you mind if we dive into the types? Um, yeah. you know, maybe the people that do just maybe know I'm a projector, I'm a generator and what do these things mean? Yes. So I will go in order of, um, how common they are. So generators are the most common and they are the, the, the force of the world of the collective that takes, they're the doers of society. They're the thinkers of society and they are able to take, take the things that are started in the world and just like expand them and like bring the train down the track. Um, and it's really, really, really important for generators to find the things that they love, that they're lit up by. A lot of people will say like a full body fuck yes is how they mm -hmm. describe mm -hmm. the things that they do. Um, if you're a generator and you don't feel that sort of joy and, and lit upness in your life and satisfaction, um, which is the signature for generators, which is when you're most aligned, if you don't feel satisfaction regularly, um, you're just gonna, you're gonna be off track and you'll probably, you know, maybe you'll fall into burnout quicker or you'll just be frustrated, which is the not self, which we, we mentioned before we started recording the not self is fascinating. Um, mm -hmm. but generators are very much so the, the energy, the engine of the collective, and it's very much so a generator world, um, because there's also manifesting generators, which are half generators and half manifestors is how I envision them. Um, a lot of many gens will resonate more with either manifestors or generators. Um, but MGs man manifesting generators are the second most common type. 
And okay. so the, did you, were you about to say something? I was just going to say with the, with the generators, you say satisfaction is like their self theme. It's like when they're in their zone. So if somebody is in their life business or not, but they're just not feeling satisfied, that could be like a major power leak if you're a generator. So would that be the type of place where, you know, of course you would go in depth with the person, but it would be like, try to find things that have, that give you that feeling of satisfaction or have you at the end of the day, feeling satisfied with your life or maybe seeing where you're not satisfied, would you then work with that? I'm guessing to try to get back into that zone. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, some people have been so conditioned over time where they don't even know what satisfies them anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, or with each type, whatever their signature is, they don't even know. So for generators, what brings them that satisfaction anymore. And so I always, I'm big on, on reflecting, which I'm sure you are as a reflector, (laughs) Um, but reflecting back on your life and not looking, not like with regret, right. But just looking back on the moments, you know, when you were a kid, when you were an adolescent, you know, early young adult, like what things brought you satisfaction? Did you love to paint or did you love to read or just little things like that? Like, what is it that brings you satisfaction, walking down the beach, you know, camping, like whatever it is, and implementing more of those things in your daily life. Mm -hmm. And even if you can't, we'll say it is camping, even if you can't go camping every day, obviously, or every weekend or whatever, like, can you make s'mores at home, you know, Mm -hmm. even over your stove? Can you um, put a, do you have a fireplace that you can light or have even one of those like crackling fireplaces on the TV? Like Mm -hmm. just those little tiny things that kind of remind you of what it is that brings you satisfaction in life. Um, That's just going to, it's just like, it's like building a a wall, like a brick wall, you know, it's just one more layer of brick that Mm -hmm. is just going to stack up. So you just feel more solid and, um, and aligned and satisfied. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Okay. So you were talking about then manifesting generators. Yes. Yes. Manifesting generators. So manifesting generators are the multi-passionate beings of society, every single person. And so again, human design, this is not to put anybody in a box, right? Like everybody, anybody could be multi-passionate, but many gens are the most common type of uh, energy where they are like, they have so many things they're interested in. And I'm surrounded by manifesting generators. And it's funny to see (laughs) one of my friends loves farming. She loves nannying. She loves making YouTube videos. And every day she's doing something different and she loves breath work and Reiki and she didn't totally understand her human design. And she was really struggling with like, how do I have a consistent business? Like everyone says in business, you have to be consistent. And it's like, well, for many gens, being consistent is just doing the thing that makes you most excited Mm. and doing the thing that makes you feel most free. Now, whatever Mm. that is, whether that's with a job or just family or a business, like ask yourself every day, what is going to bring me that feeling of freedom? Mm. Um, And it's also, you're also looking for satisfaction in your life as a manifesting generator. Um, That's part of your signature and also peace. So what is bringing you peace? What is bringing you Mm. satisfaction? Kind of that feeling at the end of the day where it's like, (sighs) you know, Mm -hmm. like, Ooh, 
this was a good day. Maybe it feels like a cozy blanket or a warm fire, warm cup coffee on your hands. Like Mm -hmm. to me, that's like what I envision satisfaction and peace being. Mm -hmm. So just asking yourself that question, like what is bringing me the most peace today? What is making me feel the most free? And just doing those things every day, because when you're that's just ultimately how you're going to fill your cup and, and be the most, you know, magnetic and be the most um, fulfilled and aligned version of yourself when you're really honoring your very unique type of kind of being all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like It's a beautiful thing. And I see so many managens being diagnosed as ADHD, which mm-hmm. in the typical like psychological world, like, yeah, I guess that is ADHD, but also it's just, you're a multi-passionate person. Like Mm -hmm. you love doing a lot of, you have a lot of different interests and it's totally okay that one day you want to watch Netflix and binge Netflix all day. And another day you want to, you know, run a marathon. (laughs) It's it's just many gens. I feel like they need some, they're one of the types that need like the most permission Mm -hmm. to just do the thing that you love. And and since you have the manifesting or the generator energy, like the physical life force energy, you have all these interests and you could like go do all of them every day, all day, if you wanted to. Mm. But at the end of the day, you want to come back to that peace, like Mm. make sure you're feeling peaceful about it and you're feeling satisfied in what you're doing. Mm, I love that. There's a manifesting generator I've followed online and she literally helps people to be multi-passionate, like giving them, (laughs) giving entrepreneurs permission to be like, make your jewelry and sell your coaching programs and talk about healthy living. And, and you can do that, which I love. I was like, you know, as the multi-passionate to be like, what do I focus on helping other people be multi-passionate? It's perfect. (laughs) But yeah, though, that's, I love that because so many people feel like they're not focused enough. And, you know, I have too many passions. Like you said, I have to be so consistent, but that consistency is doing what makes you passionate. And one day it might be making YouTube video. The next day it might be organizing something or farming or whatever else. Um, I love that again, that permission slip to be who you are. Do you know offhand the not self theme of the manifesting generators? Yes. Yes. So manifesting generators, not self is frustration, which is what generators is too. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I mentioned that. Mm -hmm. Um, So manifesting generators is frustration and anger. Mm -hmm. So when you feel frustrated and this applies to generators as well, when you feel frustrated with a situation in your life or with a person or with whatever, I kind of like to think of it as like a, you know, one of the, the self-driving car, maybe not self-driving cars, but like the lane assist that some of these cars have, where it's like, it bumps you back into the lane. If you start veering off, that's kind of how I envision the not self. Like it just brings you back on track, brings you back on a line, you know, in alignment. And so when you catch yourself feeling frustrated, you just, you want to ask yourself, is there a way to remove this thing? Is there a way to change this thing? Is there a way to delegate or set a boundary around this thing? Um, So frustration applies to manifesting generators and generators and then anger. So the same question, like what's making you angry and how can Mm. you adjust it um, for manifesting generator? And sometimes if there's nothing you can do about the thing that's frustrating you or making you angry, um, 
sometimes it's it's bringing in more of what satisfies you mm-hmm. into the thing that's frustrating you. That's what I was thinking. Like, how yeah. can I, maybe there's like a miscommunication with a friend or a partner and it's like, maybe a resolution would be satisfying to sit down and hear yeah. them out. Or it's like, what would bring satisfaction here? Yeah. That's such yeah. a good point. It's like remedying. It's like the yin yang. It's like yeah, remedying totally. the dark with the light. <laughs> totally. Well, and yeah. like a really simple example is like, hypothetically, let's say you're the only person that can clean your room for whatever reason. Like if you love music and music and dancing brings you a lot of joy and peace, like play music on full blast while you're organizing and cleaning your room, you know? And that's, Mm -hmm. that's an example everyone I feel like can relate to. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just, yeah, it's just bringing those two together. If there's no way to adjust the, the not self thing. Yes. And just for clarity, as we move on, not self is kind of like meaning when you're, again, I hate to use alignment so much, but when you're (laughs) out of alignment with your human design or your like authentic code, you will experience this emotion. That's like your signal that you've become out of an out of alignment with your energy blueprint. Is that kind of what it means? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it really is. I know alignment is, is, has kind of become a buzzword, um, but that is ultimately what it is when you're mm-hmm. out of alignment with who you're destined to be, who you're meant to be, um, how, who you've been created to be. Um, so yeah, it is just that little buzzer like, hey, like something's off here. So let's adjust mm-hmm. it. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I yeah, love it's, that. It's a great, it's a great little tool for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so generators, manifesting generators, What's yes. next? So the next common type is projectors, which I'm a projector. And oh my gosh, when I found out that projectors are the way we are, it was so freeing. Mm. <laughs> um, but projectors are uh, the, we like, we look, we can look at the bigger picture of things and we create systems. And even if we're not like organized IRL, like in our real life, um, we can still we, we like can put the puzzle pieces together. So, you know, the generators and manifesting generators are over here, like doing all the things and like making things happen and projectors are just refining it, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're bringing it together and making it smooth and, um, and, and just kind of like taking it down the track in a, in a smooth way instead of a bumpy way. Mm -hmm. And a couple of things that are really important to know as a projector is that we are absorbing a lot of energy are whether or not you have a lot of defined centers because you can have a bunch of centers defined as a projector um which I guess your people might not even understand what that means yet but (laughs) um basically as a projector like we're we're absorbing people's energy we're the most penetrative aura like our aura is very intense oftentimes you might you know be considered too much because you're so wise and you can be intense um but it's not a bad thing it's just we are very powerful in that way mm-hmm. and understanding that we need plenty of rest rest is like a huge thing for projectors Um, And with the way that we're able to create systems and organization, like we can get done more in half a day than a lot of people can get done in a whole day. Um, So giving yourself that permission, like, you know, if you work from home or if you have a business or even if you don't, like if you're just able to get things done really quickly 
and then nap for three hours, like that's perfectly in alignment with, with you as a projector. Um, mm. And play is really, really important because we have so much serious energy on us. Projectors are the oldest, like most ancient type of all the types. So we have a lot of that, that like kind of seriousness, I guess you could say about us. So bringing play into your life is really important to kind of lighten, to lighten it all so that you can really be your most um, most powerful. Um, mm. so I feel like hustle culture is like oh. not useful. Well, I don't think it's useful for anyone, but <laughs> especially potentially like projectors, because it's like, you can get a lot done, but say you get everything done in three hours that you needed to do. It's like now permission to go for a walk, to have a nap, to chill, to have a bath, to do something fun or do something relaxing. You don't have to fill your entire day with more things. It sounds like that could be incredibly depleting to a projector. 100%. Like if we eight to five jobs are so hard for projectors and on projectors, because it's like we get done what are our, you know, the things are that we need to do. And then it's like, now you're forcing yourself to do yeah. something else. And you just don't have the energy to do it. Like, mm -hmm. you only have so much energy in the tank, like actual life force energy, mm -hmm. on top of absorbing like the energetics of other people, you know, so there's, there's a lot going on in a projector's body and, and subconscious. Um, and if you're not, if you're not releasing it, if you're not, you know, cutting the cords and, and letting go of that energy, it's just going to really, really, really start weighing you down. Mm. Um, so obviously any sort of like energetic release is important for anyone, but I really think that, um, for projectors and reflectors too, which we'll get to, but, um, it's so important to whether it's Reiki or breath work or tapping or grounding or whatever, like whatever you're you know, your, um, your tool of choices, it's really important to do those things daily to just release the the energy that you take on. Mm -hmm. um, I love that. I almost picture like the projector having the list of things that they need to get done today. And when that's done permission to relax. And that's actually something that I have, I'm not a projector, but I've been dealing with lately and just realizing, like I, I make my list at the beginning of the day of the really important things, time sensitive, yeah. you know, the things I have going and often I'm done it. And then I just start filling my plate with more stuff. And I've started going Talia, you can do yoga, take a walk <laughs> but with yeah. your kids, like just be off. Even if it's something for pleasure, I wanted to watch this YouTube video and some sort of thing. It's like, you can just be off now. You don't have to keep filling your plate. And so I feel like for projectors, it's like permission when you're done to be done, even if no one else is done yet, or it's only noon, it's like, you can just now replenish yourself or rest, um, yeah. which is beautiful. Well, we're so often called lazy. Like my whole mm -hmm. life, people have said like, why are you napping all the time? Why are you so tired? Like, why don't you want to do this anymore? Like, why are you just lazy? And when I realized I'm not lazy, like I actually have the ability to do a ton of stuff, but I just, I don't need to do it as long as you do. Um, also, I'm a single mom. So come back to me when you know what that's like. <laughs> just real, a side right? piece. <laughs> for real. Why are you so tired? Momming. <laughs> Momming, motherhood. Um, yeah. Also, I just want to say really quick, I never asked you how to pronounce your name. And I said Talia a couple times, but it's Talia. So it is my apologies. <laughs> how, did I say it? 
Yes, you did just say Talia. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I so got funny. it wrong. It's okay. It's me. This has come up before. I, I off, cause I've had this my whole life. I okay. either don't notice, or it's like that awkward thing where someone just says it quickly and we go on. And I'm like, I just want to say 10 minutes ago, you said my name wrong. <laughs> so I'm learning how to like use that through throat chakra and go, it's Talia. But I actually didn't even notice that you said it That's wrong. Hilarious. So sorry about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, people, you know, my middle name is Noel and I just go by my first and middle name for all of this. Um, which I think I have my last name on this recording. So, oh no, I don't. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, people, a couple people have said Noel, my middle name is mm-hmm. Noel. And a few people have said Noel and I'm like, oh, it's Noel like Christmas. <laughs> like mm, Nice. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to make sure I, uh, you know, mentioned that, but yeah, thank um, you. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay, so, cool. So what is the projector? Did you mention the not self and the no. self theme? Yes. That's what I wanted to get into. So the self or the signature is success mm. and the not self is bitterness. So for a projector, success can be difficult if you feel like you have to find success in, in like your results or, you know, someone else praising you or whatever the case may be. So, um, for everyone, but especially projectors, you want to define what success looks like to you. So Mm -hmm. if that's that you're honoring your energy levels, or if that's that you're resting plenty, Um, or if that's that you're recognizing yourself for projectors, like the first step in really being in alignment and creating the life that you are meant for and desire is to praise yourself, to fully Mm. see yourself. It's, you know, we're able to see others so clearly see their, their potential and their roadblocks and everything, but we don't turn that lens back on ourselves Mm. often enough. Mm -hmm. So one of the like biggest tips is to really see yourself, celebrate yourself and Mm -hmm. define what success looks like to you. And Mm -hmm. then just, you know, look for opportunities to feel successful every day. And it's a feeling that you're leaning into because, you know, if you define success as my kids listen to me today, like, well, you, you don't really have control over that. Right. Or like, you know, if success is that you made a certain amount of money or you got a raise or a promotion, like, you don't really have control over those things. So you want it to be stuff that makes you feel successful. Like, Mm -hmm. did you manage your emotions like a boss today, right? Mm -hmm. Or did you, you know, use the energy that you have in a very intentional way? Um, So for me, success is just doing whatever I can with the energy, time and resources that I have. Mm -hmm. And for example, this week, I decided to basically take off from my, like the, the front side of my business. And I've only worked on, I've had this call and I had a reading earlier this week and I've just really been focusing on myself because I Mm -hmm. felt my energy levels depleting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no success to me is honoring myself, seeing myself, celebrating myself, doing what I can with the energy that I have. Um, and so like, I've been super successful every day this week and my sales have been lower than ever, but Mm -hmm. that's not the point for me. The point is that I'm taking care of myself. So, mm, I love that so much. That's something that I've been doing. I just 
always thought like, if I'm busy, that's a good thing. That's success. And now I'm going like, no, I'm, I'm noticing that my energetic capacity is like overstretched. So next week I'm taking the week off. Like you said, of like the front end, or I do voice memo support with clients and every, you know, couple months I take a week off just to have that. You know, I love them. It's, it's, I love what I do, but I just need that time to like move freely to not have a 10 o'clock and a two o'clock and a three o'clock. I just need that like space to breathe space to go for a walk in the day or get into a creative project. I'm also writing a book. Like some days I just need to write for five hours, you know, like I just have to have that space. I was also thinking with the projector and how I said, you might create a list and then you're done by noon. That could be you being successful. Put a pin in it, put a cap in it. I did the list. I'm successful. Now I'm going to be successful at taking a nap or having a bath or (laughs) calling a friend or doing something in nature. You know, that could be your success is I got all this stuff done by noon. You don't have to add more to it. That could be your success, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is the stuff I set out to do today and I did it. And who cares how quick or how long it took. And you also have to like be flexible and be open to the fact that, you know, let's say that you have a call scheduled for that day and you have three other things on your list. If your call is very high energy, like intense, like maybe you deal with something really heavy and you're having to hold a lot of energy for a person like that, that may be all that you have left for the rest. Mm -hmm. Like you may not be able to get to the other things Mm -hmm. and just realize that like, it doesn't mean you're, you're not successful today. Like Mm -hmm. you did what you were able to do. And that's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. And it's beautiful how the self and not self kind of like compliment each other in a weird way. Like bitterness is like, we can, before people are self-aware, it might be like, they're making me bitter or I hate where I am at life or I hate this job. And it's kind of the other person's fault or the job's fault. But when you really take that ownership and accountability, you can see, okay, I'm starting to feel bitter or resentful or whatever it would be bitter towards my schedule or toward, you know, these things I have to do. That's an indicator. I've slipped out of my natural authority, my natural energy time to, you know, move that needle in the other direction. Totally. Yeah. The not self of bitterness for a projector is, you know, it's, I feel like it's easy to fall into when you're trying to please other people. And one of the things that's really important for projectors is to be very um, specific with Mm. who they, they give their energy to. Mm. Like I, I have, I'm very, like picky, I guess you could say with who I work with, because if I don't feel like they're going to value me, then that could potentially lead to bitterness. And I don't want to put myself in a, in a position where I feel bitter that someone isn't valuing me mm-hmm. because one of the most important things as a projector is to be recognized and seen. And mm-hmm. I start that with myself, but if I'm giving my energy to someone and it's not being reciprocated, I'm going to feel bitter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so I have to have very clear boundaries with my people. Like I have um, one of my friends, actually, we started and it was it was an interesting dynamic, right? Because we were friends first and I started coaching her and she wasn't doing the like she would ask me for advice. We would kind of come to a conclusion on the things that that she was going to do and then she wouldn't do them. And I felt myself starting to kind of be like, well, why am I even here? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And kind of start feel that bitterness. And so I had a conversation with her like, Hey, this, 
you know, I want to help you, but I'm also kind of starting to feel this way. So like, we need to have a conversation about this. Um, and so we did, we set up, it wasn't even a boundary. It was just an understanding that it's Mm -hmm. not that she doesn't value my opinion, but it just kind of shifts for her. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, Oh, okay, cool. Like you do value what I'm saying and you want my feedback, but you just might do it differently. I'm like, beautiful. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, that, that bitterness, can be easy to slip into if you're just allowing everyone to have access to your energy. So being intentional with who you let in your space and who you let influence you is really important. Yeah. Oh, there's so many of these things that apply to everybody, but then also once you get into your type, you'll be like that. I do that all the time, or this is something (laughs) I commonly feel. And it's just so cool how human design puts it all together. It's so powerful. Um, okay. So what's after projectors manifestors. So manifestors similar to manifesting generators, right? Cause the MGs are half and half. So manifestors, you're, um, you're the initiators of the collective. Like you, have all the ideas you inform someone like this is what I'm doing and then you start doing it and that is kind of how you're set up um I kind of like to think of it as like the manifestors and then sometimes manifesting generators are like like they they get the fire started right like they light the fire and then the generators come in and like blow the fire up but then the projectors are like hold on let's like make this safe and so the projectors kind of come in and then reflectors are like hmm should this fire actually be in this location probably not so like let's readjust sort of thing um but so manifestors i'm getting off track here manifestors are the initiators, the starters, and Mm. you also are going to have a ton of interests. You're also multi-passionate, but the difference between manifestors and MGs are that you don't have that life force energy that comes from the generator. So your energy is going to ebb and flow. Like you, one day you may be just like doing all the things like really connected, really initiating and informing and starting a lot of projects And then like for a week, you're just like, I don't want to do anything anymore. Like I'm just, I'm done. (laughs) And that's beautiful. And that's perfectly okay. And it gives you permission to, you know, go after what does, um, you know, bring you the peace. So that's the, that's the manifestors um, signature or self is peace. Mm-hmm. and what makes you feel peaceful and what brings you the most peace. And sometimes that kind of ties in joy too, right? Like manifestors mm-hmm. feeling that joy and, um, and it's almost like contentment too, or yes, totally contentment, like that same sort of like sigh when you just like feel very at ease. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you really thrive when you can say like, Oh yeah, I'm going to initiate this thing and I'm excited about this thing. And then you do it and then you're like, yeah, that was really like content. Like, I feel like very contentful or is it content, contentment? Contented. I don't know. I don't know. Contented, yeah. Contenty. <laughs> yeah, there we go. How I did that or how that went. Um, yeah, that's definitely, that's definitely the way that you want to live your life is just looking for those moments to feel that peace and, and um, yeah, and contentment. So what does manifester mean? I mean, I know what manifesting means, but in this respect, what does that mean? Um, Like you're saying they're the starters sort of. So like the igniters, I guess you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So manifestors, I mean, we're all manifesting, right? So Mm -hmm. the manifester type is that person who's 
Like when you think about when someone's manifesting something, like they set the intention that like, this is what I'm bringing into my life. And that's essentially what the manifestors are doing. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like, this is what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And it's setting the intention and it's being clear on like how this process, you know, how they intend this process to go. Maybe the generators will take it on and do something different because mm-hmm. manifestors usually do not finish what they start. Uh, mm-hmm. They usually, you know, inform the collective um, whoever, other people, that this is what they're doing. This is the intention. This is how they're getting it started. And then since they don't have that constant energy to just be able to take these things all the way to the end of the line, most of the time they, you know, either bring in a team to help them take it on, or they completely pass it off to someone else. Mm. And it's not, you know, that you're inconsistent which that's something MGs and manifestors get is that they're inconsistent or they can't make up their mind or they're indecisive. Like, no, you're not, you're not any of those things. You've been designed to start projects Mm. and allow someone else the space to use their creativity to take it on. Yeah. It totally makes sense that you could start an initiative initiative or a way of doing things or a new way of thinking or something, but not actually know how to carry it all the way through. Like that right. makes sense that you'd be like this, this is a hole that we're missing in the world or right. an invention or a way of doing things, but I don't know how to do it all. And I don't have the energy to spend the next three years getting this, you know, prototype off the ground or whatever. And I totally hear you if you were, um, hiring then generators or manifesting generators to help you along in the process. That could be the perfect assistant or your graphic design person or your whoever, depending on your business or whatever you're doing that, that totally makes sense. Um, and that, that could also be internalized and cause shame to be like, Oh, I can never finish anything. But again, giving yourself permission to be the visionary and the igniter, you don't have to carry it all the way through. Um, you can lean on tribe for that. You can lean on other people's specialties. Cause even in my business, I actually don't know what my assistant is. It's really interesting, but I'm the creative generator or manifesting generator. Probably (laughs) I'm the creative and I'm opposite. Yeah, totally. Um, and I have the ideas and I'm like, I want to do this thing and it's going to have this. And I love graphics. I love getting into it, but she's my girl. That's got the spreadsheet. She's the one that's keeping track of everything when I'm like, okay, how many payments here? What is this client there? And she's like, okay, on December 26th. And I'm like, oh, thank God you and your structures. Like, that's (laughs) what I tell her. And, you know, planning my retreat. I'm like, I need you there with your clipboard. (laughs) (laughs) because she's so good at keeping me organized. And that's not what I'm good at. I am really good at the creative part. And that passion can keep me organized to like get it done. But I thrive so much better when there's somebody with the sort of backbone um, of the structures going on behind reminding me of things. Always like, can you remind me of that again? Just on Tuesday morning, give me a reminder. She's like, I'm on it. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) And so it's like hiring the right people to help you continue that process forward if that's a trait of yours as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, like I said, we tend to attract opposite of what we are. So it could also just be that she has a significant amount of centers defined, or maybe she's Mm. a projector that also sounds projector like with the systems and organization with like a, maybe a ground, uh, um, a defined root center potentially. But um, yeah, it's interesting. Before I started officially like diving into human design with my clients, I just noticed their 
like characteristics like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and was like, Oh, you probably have this or you're probably this. And then when I eventually pulled up their chart, like I was right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it was just interesting to see how we are naturally the way that we are. Um, and if you let the outside influences, let the conditioning that happens, like you have to go through and, and, and come back home to you. Mm -hmm. Like you have to, you have to connect back to your purpose and your soul and, um, human design is just one tool to help you get there. So yeah, to yeah. Let, allow yourself to naturally flourish. Cause that is her. And she's like, I don't want to do graphics necessarily yeah. graphic design. She's like, but I will keep everything organized and tickety boo behind the scenes. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> I want to dive into the colors and the feeling and the energy. I and I need it. you to keep me structured. So it's perfect. Yes. Um, okay. It. Beautiful. So we yeah. haven't. So manifestors, not self, um, mm-hmm. is anger. So mm-hmm kind of the same thing as manifesting generators. Again, like when you're feeling angry about something or someone, you're just asking yourself, like, what is it about this situation that's making me feel this way? And how can I adjust or remove or change or whatever the case may be? But it, um, it really is like, just noticing when those things are coming up and getting curious around what can you do to make it better? Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Yeah. So reflectors, I'm like, so I have not, honestly, I've only met, I think I've only met one reflector before you, like they Mm -hmm. are so very rare. And Sandra Bullock, I don't know if you know this, but Sandra Bullock is a reflector. I know. (laughs) I know that when I listen to podcasts about human design, there's been more than a few times that they're completely forgotten. I listened to this one. It was like, we're going through all the types. I got to the end. I was like, what the hell? And then it was like three episodes later. Oh yeah. We forgot to do reflectors. I was like, we are still here, you know? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, you are. And you're just as valuable. You're just as important as just rare. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You're just rare, but you're just as important. So reflectors, I like I like to think of people, I like to think of the types as characters in movies or TV Mm. shows. So reflectors, I kind of see as like Dumbledore or Gandalf, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of that um, they are so, you're so like wise and you're so, you're the person that's like reflecting constantly. (laughs) As I flick my hair, go on, go on. Um, No, you're just that, that, that person that, fully understands people like you're able to see what's happening and you're able to um, help people and guide them because you are understanding their energy and able to adjust and adapt yourself to serve them best and really Mm -hmm. truly meet people where they're at Um, and it's a beautiful beautiful thing and I wish there were more reflectors in the world because I think we could use more compassion the the kind of compassion that reflectors have the world could definitely use more of that Mm -hmm. Um, but reflectors are um, yeah just very special and also really misunderstood because they because you do, you ebb and flow a lot. You also have no, you, you don't have the the constant access to energy. So like manifestors and projectors, like you need a lot of rest too. Your energy is going to ebb and flow. Um, and so that coupled with, you know, um, it's not that you're inconsistent, but the way you show up in the world maybe, or the way that you, you know, work with people or communicate, like it's going to kind of adapt to who you're, who you're around. Um, Mm -hmm. and 
it's, it's a beautiful thing because you're able to, like I said, really meet people where they're at, but you're also misunderstood because of it. Cause people are kind of like, well, how come you're like this way with this person and over here like this, and maybe you're more serious or more playful here or whatever, but it's just you, you're fully authentic being all of who you are, which can be multifaceted. Like you, you know, mm. you can be have multiple versions of yourself, but you're still yourself. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. I heard somewhere and I am trying to remember, I'm hope I'm hoping this is actually true. You'll be able to know. I, I was reading somewhere, of course, the reflectors are deeply connected to the moon and the moon phases, but I heard that we, what is it sample or we go through all the different types in the month. Like yeah. we'll have days where we display generator te- like um, tendencies and then manifest. Like, is that true? Is that something I read? Yes, that is 100% true. So reflectors are based on the 28 day lunar cycle and actually your um, strategy and your authority are based on the moon cycle. So we, we didn't even get into authority and decision-making, but it is based on the moon, like, especially for big decisions, you're supposed to wait a 28 day moon cycle in order to like actually come to clarity on the decision. Um, so yes, very connected to the moon, very connected to emotions, very connected to the ebbs and flows and, you know, how, how the moon like physically affects the water of, um, of earth, like, and, and mm-hmm. as human beings being 70% water and then reflectors being connected to the moon. Yeah, very much so going with going with the ebbs and flows of that. Mm-hmm. So when I have a new personality every three and a half days as the moons, <laughs> I can tell my <laughs> husband it's on purpose because we always joke like in a in a loving way. I'm a new person every like 10 minutes. We just joke about that. <laughs> like he never knows what side of me is going to be there because that is, it depends who I've been with. It depends my internal state. It depends on the moon. And it's not necessarily drastic, but it is very like, sometimes I'm just very quiet and inside. Sometimes I'm super yeah. chatty and funny and outgoing. And it all depends who I'm around and what's been going on. And, you know, there's so many different things. Um, I, yeah, I, I found that really fascinating to wait also, because I notice sometimes I do get this inspiration and this urgency that I'm like act on it. And cause I'm very tied to my soul and spirit team and intuition. There are times when I know I have to do this, but that's a very small percentage of the time. Often I think of something and then over the first few days, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be the best thing ever. The almost, the most epic idea. And then the, for the next four days, I'm like, why would I even know I can't do that? <laughs> and then after that, I'm like, well, maybe. And it takes me a good, you know, almost a month to come back around to be like, okay, I've gone from fuck yes to fuck no, to maybe to feeling <laughs> into the options. And now I actually arrived at, yeah, this is a good idea or no, not right now or whatever. Um, which is, it's so funny. Cause I also noticed times I've rushed into things that have flopped and I recognize later with human design, it was like, I, I just acted on it right there. And it wasn't necessarily meant to be acted on in that moment. Um, or maybe wasn't right for me in that moment. Um, so that's very, very fascinating. And with having the open centers too, what you were saying about, um, interacting with people, it's been a strange journey and I'll just, I'll just, you know, we don't want to go on and on about reflectors cause we are so rare. It's probably only <laughs> two listening. Um, but 
I notice that I feel people, which is also being an empath, but I used to feel it where it almost made me useless. Like somebody's telling me their really emotional story. And all of a sudden, like I'm in tears going like, oh crap, I'm the coach. They're supposed, they're looking to me for answers. And I'm now so involved in what they're saying. It's like, oh my goodness, which is good to have that emotion. But I realized later that that's actually useful information. So when I feel their shame, I don't need to dive into the shame, but it's information. This is how they feel. This is how they feel right now. So what do they need? And then now I'm just so much, it's like, I can feel you. And this is either what spirit sharing with me or what I feel that you need, because I can feel you. And that's that, you know, sensitivity, I guess that I, I guess has to do with being a reflector. Totally. No, that's exactly what a reflector is being totally open um, in that way. And just very sensitive to other people's energy in general, you know, mm -hmm. obviously their emotions, but just their overall energy you're super connected to. So yeah, mm -hmm. I love that explanation. Yeah, this is so great. So there's no other types, right? We went through them all. We went through them all. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. So if somebody, of course, they could get a reading with you, if someone's wanting to dive deeper um, beyond the type and the authority, and then the profile, is that the number? Is that like the two, yeah. four or whatever? Yeah, what the is profile that? is the numbers. There's a whole bunch of different uh, combinations, but there's six lines and those six lines um, come together in some way. So like I'm a six, two, I have a lot of clients that are one threes or three fives. Um, and it basically just means each of those lines have a unique characteristic that go with it. So the one line is like the knowledge seeker, the researcher, like you love to understand things and gather information and analyze maybe, um, the two line is the natural. So like, you're just naturally good at things. It's inexplainable. You don't know how or why. Um, you're just, you're just, you just know things. <laughs> you're just mm -hmm. good at things. Um, I have a two line and you know, the permission for me with the two line was not having to explain myself. Like I used mm -hmm. to feel like I had to explain why I was doing something or how I was doing it, but I didn't know how to explain it. And mm -hmm. so that just that permission to know that, yeah, you know, you understand this and that's a beautiful thing. Uh, yeah. The three line is the experimenter. So you kind of go through the trial and errors of life. You, you know, are, are um, maybe, maybe you're afraid of making mistakes. Maybe you're not afraid of making mistakes, but either way, you know that the mistakes have so much value. Um, mm. If you fail at something, if you try something and it fails, you know that you're going to be able to use that for a bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, you know, just, just gathering all those lessons and using them to better your life and others' life, it, others' lives is um, kind of the three, the way that the three interacts in the world. Um, the five or the four is the people person. So like people are naturally drawn to you. You just naturally kind of get along with people. Like, uh, you just have one of those, you know, just that kind of that energy of like, you just like being, you like people like being around people. It's easy to communicate. Um, and yeah, it's a fun energy because it's a little more playful. Um, and yeah, just very connected, very connected. The five line is the problem solver. So you're really good at solving problems. You have a very unique uh, perspective or viewpoint on how to approach something. I will mm -hmm. say fives, you definitely want to have some good boundaries in place because um, a lot of fives take on people's problems that are not 
theirs Mm -hmm. (laughs) to take on. And so then Mm -hmm. they, you know, feel some resentment maybe. Mm -hmm. And then the sixth line is the like wise, the wise guide basically. And the sixes have a little bit of all of the types. We kind of flow through it. I'm a six two. Um, So the six line is, is very, again, there's some natural there. You just have a understanding of things. You're able to see the bigger picture and guide people through, um, you know, just life in general. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so those, you have, everyone has two numbers from those six and, um, that's essentially like, I kind of think of it as like your archetype. So, mm-hmm. And you can be like a 5-1 projector or a 5-1 um, reflector. And so yeah. those, the 5-1, whatever that would be, would um, give you some of these personality types. But then depending on your human design type, it's going to also have a different flavor to it. I forget what my numbers are. I think I'm heretic investigator. Her- heretic, is that one of the words? Um, I don't use that one. So people like all the different human design people use different words to to define things. So I don't know what the heretic is, but I would assume maybe that's the six. I don't know. (laughs) I'll let you know after (laughs) I'll DM you. Because it's so relevant. Um, okay, so just as we're wrapping up, um, just sort of a reader's digest. What other things, when you get your chart read, can human design be really useful for? Just kind of overview. If you have someone like yourself going through your chart, what other things can we learn from our human design chart about who we are? Yeah, yeah. So in my readings, I go into all the centers, whether they're undefined, open, or defined, um, and I go into your channels, and so these things are kind of how we interact with the world, how you influence the world, how the world influences you Um, with your channels. It's like what you bring to how you personally show up in society. If you have a business, you can use your channels in business, like use the the meaning of the channel and how you um, teach or how you market or how, what offers you create. Um, and then I cover your type and your profile and your authority. Um, so decision and, making and yes, decision making. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm so used to these terms, I forget that other people don't know them. Yeah, <laughs> decision making, staying in alignment, getting in alignment. Um, your purpose is connected to all of this. How you're designed to manifest. We didn't even talk about the arrows at all, but that is how you're designed to like bring bring things into your life. Is that um, where the non-specific and specific, or you use slightly right. different words, but that's that's yeah. that area? Yeah, so there's four manifesting types, um, active, non-specific, passive, non-specific, active, specific, and passive, specific. Um, so I teach that as well in the mm-hmm. reading. Um, and it's funny, I, I have had them set up as 50 minute readings and I just, it's, they just are longer than that. <laughs> You're like, they're now four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really realized that I need to set aside an hour and a half just because for me, like, if you're going to pay for a reading, I feel like you should get like a lot of information. <laughs> like that's mm. what I would want. So I, I go through all of it. Um, and then I send notes as well with like another, you know, an explanation of everything too. So then you can refer back to that. You can watch the recording later, refer back to what it all means. But 
Um, I mean, you can use this in relationships. Oh my gosh. I just had a whole session with someone with her husband, her and her husband's charts and how they work together. Mm, Um, you know, I brought up parenting, how you can parent your kids based on their chart, how you parent based on your chart. Mm. Um, even in work environments, I have a, a client who's a teacher and she's a projector. And so how to, you know, you're a teacher working like seven to three or whatever. So how do you, how do you honor your projector energy still Mm. having a seven to three job? So knowing your human design with a job even is super valuable. So every area of life really. Yeah. It's so fascinating, especially the people we interact with. And I know I have, you know, the, I know people that are really into astrology. I have a client who's doing astrology school right now. And just, it's everything. It's like, she'll go on a date. She's like, send me your chart before we go to the date. <laughs> Not to necessarily see if they'll go out, but almost just to understand them more or whatever. Yeah. And actually my husband's a reflector to just throw a super oh, random yeah. curveball in there, but his personality, there's so many ways that we are the same, but we're very different too. Too, including, I don't think he's an empath. I think he's maybe more sensitive than he knows, but there's some things that I'm like, how are you a reflector? But then there's other <laughs> traits that I see. It's just expressed differently because he has a different, whatever you called it, the profile, the, the numbers yeah. are different and they're quite different than mine. So I'm like, oh, this is actually really cool. Cause it helps him to understand a little bit more about who he is and us together as reflectors. I'm like, oh my goodness, because we can feed off each other so well, or if one's having an off day, it like immediately pulls the other person down if we're not aware. And we have to have this like, okay, you're down today. I need to focus on like, you know, being up or, you know, being the light because we will both get dragged down in two seconds if that, you know, so it's like working together on, um, our types. And that must be so fascinating with couples and children and parenting. Oh, it's so cool. It seriously is because I'm a six, two, my daughter's a one, three, which are probably mm, maybe the most opposite pair, like Mm. pretty, pretty, very, very, very opposite, whether or not they'd be considered the most opposite. I don't know, but you know, the one, three is very information based and, um, and experiment based and like having tangible evidence where the six, two is none of that. (laughs) Like there's, there's nothing tangible about the six, two it's very intuitive and, and unknown. Um, and so, you know, learning that my daughter was a one, three and what that meant and how my unknown and my comfort with the unknown and the uncomfortable made her feel very unsafe. Right. Mm. And as a kid, she didn't realize that me saying, I don't know, I'll let you know, maybe I don't really know how that works. Like that was frustrating her big time Mm -hmm. and frustration. She's a generator. Frustration is her not self. So it's like, I learned, okay, I just need to give her an answer, you know, whether even if it's the answer she doesn't want, like she needs an answer. Um, and yeah, and you know, six, so I'm a six, two, one of my um, closest friends is a six, two, but she's a generator. I'm a projector. So it comes out totally different. It looks Mm. totally different. And, you know, it could be the same with you and your husband. Like if you're a one, three, he's a six, two, like that's going to look totally different for you guys. So Mm -hmm. all of the pieces have important meaning. Um, but again, like, like we said at the beginning, like, don't, you know, don't let yourself get overwhelmed by it. Just if it's intriguing, if it's interesting, if any of this has made sense to you, um, either book a reading with me, obviously, and we can dive deeper, um, or just start with the type, um, 
And then as, as it makes sense to you, as it feels right, you can go into the authority, how you make decisions and your profile. Mm -hmm. And like I said, if that's all you learn about yourself and your family, um, it's, it's just going to be a game changer. It's incredible. Yeah. It feels like one of the most personal because there is so much to it. And I know that there's like, there's a lot of different combinations for personality types and Myers-Briggs and all this, but the different, the depth of human design, it feels like one of those things you could, like you said, just kind of go over those main points, or you could study for a freaking lifetime, (laughs) like, because there's just so much to it, but also so much that is powerful. That is right at the surface that you can learn sort of fairly quickly. Um, but you could use it just like astrology. You could use it for lifetime. You could, you can know, depending on what the planets are doing or what you're doing today, or if you're working on a project, if you're a mom, if you're, you know, there's just so many ways to use it and interpret it. Um, that's so, so cool. So is there anything else before we wrap up that you want to say about human design, anything at all that's coming up that you feel like we should know? Um, you know, ultimately I think just reiterating that it is an experiment and it is, you know, especially if you have a six line, things are going to change throughout your life. Um, and just giving yourself the permission and continue to be empowered by it. Don't, if at any point you feel like you're being put in a box that you're supposed to be this way, but you're not just set it aside. You know, this is a, this is supposed to be an empowering tool and, um, yeah, just give yourself the permission slip to be who you've been created to be. And if it doesn't feel right, then put that piece down and and test something else out. If you need to put it down altogether, like that's perfectly okay. This is one tool in a huge toolbox of tools and mm-hmm. it is super helpful for some people and it's not for other people. And mm-hmm. that's perfectly okay too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Oh, thank you so much. There's so many things I want to ask and say, but I really appreciate um, all of the information going through all the types. And definitely I recommend if somebody, you know, if you're listening and you don't know your type, kudos for getting all the way through this, but definitely (laughs) find your type, go back and listen to the sections where we're talking about your type, because often, you know, as you're saying, it could not resonate, but I find a lot of times it does. There's chunks and pieces. You're like, oh, I've been shaming myself for that. Or I've been wondering why I'm so multi-passionate or I don't follow through or I'm sensitive, or I'm, you know, can't make decisions quickly, or I make decisions really quickly and just kind of sinking in um, because it's, yeah, it can be really powerful for a lot of people. So where can we find you? And of course I'll put links in the show notes, but where's the best place to find you um, social media and what kind of things do you offer? What are the ways people can work with you? Yes. So you can find me. I'm primarily on Instagram at with Hannah Noel, and that's Hannah without an H at the end. Noel, like Christmas, like I said earlier. (laughs) Um, and that's primarily what, where I'm at the most. Um, and you can also email me at hello at with Hannah Noel. Um, I do readings that is, has been kind of the most fun thing for me recently. Um, and I do business coaching. I have weekly packages on Voxer. That's me honoring my projector energy. So knowing your type, you can create offers that work best for you. Um, mm. So I do Voxer only or Marco Polo um, coaching on a weekly basis. And I do have some pre-recorded options as well. If neither of those feel aligned, but you know that you want to work with me, I have um, you know some business setup, some manifesting courses that I can you know, recommend as well. 
Beautiful. Thank you. So I will definitely put the links to everything below and, you know, make sure to check out Hannah and book a reading if it resonates with you, because I really do think even though human design is newish, it's based on such ancient, ancient practices that I just feel like there is so much truth for a lot of people in it. So thank you again so much. And um, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode on the Awakening Her podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation between me and my guest. And if you did, we would love to hear from you. Come find us on Instagram. All the links are below in the show notes. Take a screenshot that you're listening to this episode, sharing your takeaways or your enthusiasm for the show. Tag us both over on Instagram. And if you do that, I will send you a free gift. I really do hope you enjoyed this conversation and I will see you in the next episode.